Did you know you can support your local independent bookstore and me in my efforts to promote books that feature women in aviation by shopping for your next aviatrix read on the Literary Aviatrix website? I built the website to serve as a central source to search and find books featuring women in aviation, and it was important to me to offer you the opportunity to buy from independent sellers. If the book you're interested in is available on bookshop.org, you'll find a link to purchase through my affiliate account on my website, which means I'll receive a small portion of the sale to support the content you love. Blue skies and happy reading. book review writer's room. I'm Liz Booker. In this portion of my interview with author Amy Goodpaster Streeby, she talks about her research for Flying for Her Country, the American and Soviet women military pilots of World War II, publishing through a university press, and how the experience of publishing her master's thesis affected her life. You cannot trust it to come again, to wait for you to find a pen, and fill the paper with the message that it so you decided on the thesis, you decided what you were going to study, then how did you go about the research? Was it all academic or did you travel to Russia for it? I wasn't able to travel to Russia for my thesis, unfortunately. Didn't have the time or the resources for that. But actually, since I did a comparative study, I was able to find enough information to be able to do that. So for the for the American side, for the WASP side, I contacted Texas Women's University which they have a wonderful archive on the WASP. And uh, so I was able to uh, work with them for materials. Also just, uh, you know, obviously I read everything I could get my hands on um, that's been written on the WASP. And I think I, for, for the book, I interviewed one WASP, Jean Harmon, since we were living in the Bay Area. She lives um, or lived in uh, Menlo Park. And so she was actually the only wasp that I was able to uh, meet and interview for, for the book. I was curious to understand how you went from a master's thesis to a published book. And is that normal for an historian? Do you always publish your thesis? Because it um, seems like you published it under two different presses, correct? Right, right. So the hard, so first it came the hardcover. Um, Prager Security International um, published my my first the, the in hardcover, and then I was lucky enough a few years later, Potomac Books, um, my editor, actually my acquisitions editor, liked my book enough to sell it. When she moved over to Potomac Books, she had them buy the rights, and and it became a paperback which I was really grateful for, especially since they had priced my hardcover like ridiculously high. <laughs> so it wasn't, you know, not selling a lot of copies. I mean, I think yeah. it was like $50 or something, which is, I'm like, what? So the paperback was great. I was actually able to put more photos into it. And then, you know, I think it was like under $20. So it was much easier to um, promote and to sell. So I was really happy about that. But yeah, you know, it's funny after I got my degree, and my, and my thesis was published, I just kind of thought it was kind of more of a lark. It was like, you know, I've done all this research and I'm proud of my research and my thesis was really well received by my professors and the university. So I thought, you know, why not? Why try, why not try and, um, you know, get it published? And I had 
written, you know, um, my first book, Desert Dogs, The Marines of Operation Iraqi Freedom. So I did have some publishing, you know, credentials to my name. So that makes it a little bit easier. I think once you've, you've published something, um, makes it a little easier to, you know, kind of continue that. So, yeah, so I just, you know, I sent it to probably like half a dozen. I did some research on what publishers, you know, do specifically history, you know, women's history, aviation history. And yeah, within a couple of months, I was able to kind of start that process, which I was really grateful for. And um, it was exciting. It was really, really nice to kind of be able to share my work with a wider audience. Cause I, I don't, you know, it's a sad thesis are put in, 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 you know, the university's library and yeah, probably don't get read much. Right. So, right. so that was, that was really exciting. You've already talked a little bit about the opportunities that you received from having written it to meet the history that you wrote about, but in what other ways has publishing this book affected your life? Well, it's funny, you know, I, I never really thought, you know, that, that I would still be writing um, and, 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 you know, talking to people about women in aviation. I, I think it kind of, the book kind of became a little bit, I don't know, it kind of extended the life of it, being able to do these events, which I was so, so happy to be able to do, to moderate, you know, WASP panel discussions. Um, I did several of those, uh, one with uh, the Air Forces. They have an annual like air and space conference in Maryland that um, I got to do. Also, uh, it was an exciting one in, in Seattle at the Air Museum in Seattle. I moderated a, a panel of uh, the Soviet air women. And that was that was really exciting because we had to deal with a translator who's actually a friend of mine. And I would met her in Moscow and it was interesting because Galina broke Beltsova, who was, it was featured in my book. She's one of the, um, she was one of the navigators in the dive bomber regiment. And she's a sweetheart. I just, I just loved her. And she was so excited and had so much enthusiasm and passion for what she was, what she was talking about in her time, you know, during the war. And she would just talk and talk and talk and talk. And Fidan, who is the translator, you know, she, she would just, you know, she'd try to catch up, but the audience would just laugh because there's like, they knew that, you know, she just, she couldn't capture everything, you know, the, the essence of, um, such so a, you know, she tried to get as much as she could, you know, translated into English, but, but it was, it was a, it was a really great experience. And it was really wonderful that the, that the Russian women were able to come to the United States and, you know, and share their stories with, with American audiences. So I was wondering if what advice you would have for um, either a student of history, uh, someone who's in an academic setting who chooses to do research on an unexplored topic uh, about featuring women in aviation, or you know somebody who just has an interest in some character in our history who has not been well researched before. What advice do you have for them? Well, I think you know. You know, usually if you're, if you're interested in a topic, um, you know, you obviously go to the library and you get like as much, you know, um, you know, it seems old fashioned going to the library, I guess. But <laughs> I guess they do exist still. But, you know, obviously you probably go online. Okay, you Google first and you'd find, you know, find all the information and then, you know, kind of start building up your resources. Obviously, primary sources are the best because those are the, the eyewitness, the ones that are written by those people and 
Speaking uh, of which, I do want to call out the um, the extensive bibliography at the back of your book. You have oh, a lot you. of resources listed there for people if they want to go to source material or other reference material on, on the topic. Oh, yeah. Books. And I, I love bibliographies. I'm one of those like strange people. I actually read people's bibliographies. I just <laughs> I'm really interested in I'm like, ooh, I want to check that out. Like, oh, yeah. That's, that's my kind of rabbit hole. You know, people talk about yeah. the internet. Like, I can go down. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's great because it's like, you know, people people can like actually go there and like, you know, just kind of start the research. So, yeah. And that and that's another great thing. You know, be able to, you know, not only look at the book, but look at where the author got some of their information. And, um, you know, so that's that's also really important. And then, you know, I mean, if you're lucky enough to be in a subject where the people, um, the subject matter are still alive and there's still some of them, then by all means, try and and make contact with them if you can, because that, you know, and also just being able to get research that hasn't been written, hasn't been recorded yet. Um, unfortunately, with our World War II folks, you know, so many of them have passed away and we have very few of them left. Um, you know, so I, I'm really, I mean, I kind of wish I'd done my research maybe 10 or 20 years a little bit earlier, so I would have caught more of them, you know. But I'm very grateful that I did when I did, because the more if I'd waited, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to actually meet them and, um, you well, know, I share a wanna, lot of experiences. In that context, I do want to say, yeah, um, you know, it, you, we ha- are losing our World War II veterans, but their families, um, you know, their legacies are still here, some of them. And, and I know that Sarah Byrne Rickman has been able to do some of her research that way by contacting families who had either diaries or letters. Oh, yes. Yes, memoirs and absolutely. Yeah, and so that's another way to maybe get access to primary, to source material. Definitely. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then publishing, you you kind of talked about your publishing journey already, but, you know, if if you've done all this research in an academic setting, especially, like, what does that look like? You know, you've done your master's thesis, were you, was your press at your school or you went to a different university? No, press? no, um, no. And that's a really important, important part because, you know, some people, you know, there's so many publishing companies and, um, and some people just, it's really important to do your research for that as well, because, you know, not all publishing companies publish certain subjects. Right. And then, and so it's really important that like I got a book called, um, it was called, but it's basically, a book about all the different publishing companies and their contact information. I don't know if they still do it, but they did it annually and I would get it every year. And, um, you know, kind of like if you're a freelance writer, here are the places that you can sell your work to. And then they have ones that are publishing companies. And so that was really nice because you had kind of all that information at your fingertips. And then in the listings, they would, they would state whether, you know, what kind of subject they look for, let's say women's history or military history or, and then just some information on there, like, um, you know, how long does it take for them to get back to you? Like, the funny thing is, like, one of the one of the, the university presses that I sent my um, query letter to, I think, like, they may have gotten back to me a year after I submitted it. 
like I had already gotten a contract and I think my yeah. book was already like, I was already kind of doing, you know, going, going towards it and do my research and writing and everything. And they're like, Oh, well, thank you so much for your, I almost thought that, you know, I would be kind of embarrassed to write a letter like a year after it's almost like, did it get lost in their desk or something? Or they <laughs> Like, it was just like, really? So that, that was kind of me, but I have learned, though, that the publishing world has its own timeline that's very separate from your reality time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're like, you know, it's just it's yeah, it's very, very different. So you have to ha- be patient um, while also, you know, still keeping tabs and of, of the progress and everything. But but what, what thing what advice I would give is just is just do your research and make sure that the publishing company that you're you know, cause you, you do have to take a lot of like effort to like, you know, the query letter and the way it is lately. And I'm sure it's probably going to continue is that the most important like aspect that the publishing company is going to look at sadly is how can they market your book? Right. And unless you're lucky enough to get some really large New York city, you know, um, Simon and Schuster type of publishing company, who will do like the publicity and that kind of things for you. For the most part, for the, for the smaller presses, it's going to be up to you to like make those contacts, you know, like get those like signings and, and uh, book signs and book events, things like that. So more than likely that they will ask you actually in your query letter of how, how you're going to market your book basically. And so that will be a big indicator um, probably of your success and getting it accepted is, you know, do you have a good marketing plan? Um, how do you, you know, do you have contacts? Do you have like, you know, places that, that you'd be able to, you know, already sell your book and, and that kind of thing. So, which is difficult because not, you know, all writers and researchers are, are born promoters, <laughs> you know, and it's yep. hard, it's hard to toot your own horn and be like, Hey, you know, um, this but is yeah, a recurring theme. This is yes, absolutely yes, a recurring yes. theme. But it's yeah. one of those realities in the industry. And um, yeah. so, you know, so really behooves, you know, the writer researcher to, you know, to really do the, their homework and, and and make sure that when they do choose a publisher that it's, you know, that it is, it, they do publish what you, you know, and even look at some, you know, look at some of the books that you like that are on that subject. You know, I mean, I mean, those kind of presses, I mean, kind of look, they may not want to publish something of the same subject, but if they're doing it that kind of the subject matter um, in a broad kind of scope, then that might be a good, good place to, um, you know, to send it to. But I think I sent it to about a half dozen, I think, publishers. And then, you know, and I got really lucky and I have a couple, you know, a lot of, and a lot of it is luck. I mean, I, you know, it's funny, I got contacted so many, so much from people afterwards thinking I had this like magic formula, you know, like how to get published. But yeah, I mean, I did my homework and I think I, <clears throat> I think my book was, you know, it was good enough to be published, but a lot of it is just like, you know, do you have what they need at that moment? You know, which you won't know. Right. I mean, that's something that they do internally. But, you know, it just could be like, it's a good timing for it. It's like, you know, it's an anniversary coming up or if it's something I wrote an editorial for the Wall Street Journal on the WASP when they received their Congressional Gold Medal. And it was exciting. But, you know, it happened to be it was the right time. Right. It was like, oh, we got to you know, this is happening, you know, hearing, you know, so let's let's see that. So it's kind of one of those things that I got, I got lucky because it was like good timing and maybe they had an extra space there. <laughs> yeah. I can feel so 
Um, but yeah, so it is important to do your homework when you start contacting the publishing companies, but not to well, give up, great. don't give up hope. You know, it's like, it's just, it can happen, you know, it can absolutely happen. So you just gotta, just gotta keep a good attitude and do your homework. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Please like and subscribe wherever you listen. And if you're a woman writing in aviation, please join us in the Aviatrix Book Review website, Writer's Room, and in the Aviatrix Writers Facebook group. And help it grow just like it was born to become.